LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies, episode 18. On these episodes, you'll be sitting shotgun on my adventures of exploring restaurants the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and someone say that I do have a certain set of skills. I'm not sure what those are, but it is what it is. <laughs> Nor am I a quote-unquote yelper like the majority of residents of South Park, Colorado. But I do love trying new restaurants and food, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Our first stop is the farmhouse. This funky farm-themed hangout with salvage decor serving American comfort food, regional beers, and wines was absolutely fantastic. The farmhead's mission is... Originating in 2011, while opening the Farmhouse Tavern in Chicago's rural north neighborhood, Farmheads is a hospitality group with the mission of offering affordable, approachable, Midwestern fare based on locally sourced and sustainable ingredients. Since opening their doors to Farmhouse Chicago, operating partners Ferdia Dorty and TJ Callahan have grown their first location into a series of concepts, Farmhouse Evanson, Farm Barn Lakeview, and the Farmhouse. With the shared vision utilizing Bounty Adele both in a four-state footprint of Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, and Michigan. They're responsible, local, sustainable, and social. This is one of those awesome restaurants that's kind of like farm to table. I just love going to these kind of places. The ingredients are so fresh, so exciting. I was not let down when I went in there. I ended up getting the pasture-raised, grass-fed burger. As you know, if you listen closely, I'm a sucker for a good burger for sure. So getting a farm-to-table burger was right up my alley. This came as a grilled country bun, lettuce, tomato, onion, and hand-cut french fries. Choices of cheese included cheddar, monster, blue, Swiss, catalog bacon, and pickles. I went with the Swiss, and man, was this fantastic. So juicy, so thick. Um, it's one of those like fatter patties, you know, a little bit smaller beef patties, not the long thin ones. So it was absolutely fantastic. Definitely a mouthful to, to chomp down. Probably shouldn't have got that on a uh, business lunch, but couldn't pass up a burger at the farmhouse. Up next is Bub City. A little slice of the south in the heart of the Midwest, Chicago, and Rosemont destinations for barbecue, whiskey, and live country music. Believe in barbecue. With a nod to its roots as one of the city's most beloved spots back in the early 90s, Chef Doug Basaltis created Bub City's new menu with a focus on southern authentic barbecue. Signature items include 18-hour beef brisket, burnt ends, 
baby back ribs, Carolina pulled pork, and fried chicken. This place is right by my office downtown, and I walk by there almost every single day. I've been wanting to stop in here forever. I'm a huge fan of Southern Barbecue. I go down to the South a couple times a year, and getting barbecue is always number one priority for me down there. So we stopped into Bob City for our team lunch. We ended up splitting the popcorn shrimp teaser for the table, which came with like 9,000 different sauces. I'm not a hot sauce guy, like kind of sewer bunny sauce vegetarian. I just put a little hot sauces on there and go for it. All the other people at my table were just obsessed with choosing which hot sauce they wanted. For me, it was like, all right, give me one up, boop, boop, dip, eat that shrimp, gobble that baby up. So I went with the traditional pulled pork sandwich. Did not want to miss that up. Can't say it was the greatest I've ever had, but definitely hit the spot. So you're looking for some classic BBQ in downtown Chicago. Definitely check out Bub City. Up next is Hacks. Updated take on the old school Hackney Burger joints with menu changes and craft beers at the bar. This was a story to tell for the ages. This was actually their soft launch opening day, so it was actually their second day actually being open officially. I went with the build your own burger. So I got a double burger, dark rye bun, aged cheddar, jalapenos, hack sauce, lettuce, and hacks fries. Watch that bad boy done with a two brothers and a vice beer. So you think this is going to go well. It's a fast casual. You go up to the counter, they give you a number, and they bring your food out to you. About 10 seconds after I place my order, I'm standing by the bar just kind of waiting for my friends to finish their order. Some guy comes up to me, looks at my number, takes my number, and hands me a bag full of food. I'm like, uh, okay, this is interesting. Like that doesn't even match the number I thought I had. I look inside, I'm like, this isn't right. So I get a hold of a manager and say, hey, like you kind of screwed up. This is not my order. I think this is someone else's. She's like, okay, takes the food back. Then I'm like, well, now I don't have a number. So then I go out to the manager again. I'm like, hey, like here's my receipt. Like I don't have a number now. Like can you please tell me what's going on? Takes my receipt. Now I'm without a number and without a receipt. <laughs> so I grab the manager and I tell her what my order is, right? Then I go sit down with my friends. Not only do they screw up my order, they bring out the wrong food for my friends' orders too. And we're like, no, this is not what any of us ordered. The guy who writes down, writes it down again, what he and I both ordered. This is as our other friend is like wolfing down his meal because he can't wait for us. They bring out two more orders, both wrong. <laughs> this guy be more ridiculous. Major comes out again, takes out our order, writes it down, comes back, brings out two foods, still wrong. <laughs> We still eat it though because we're just that hungry at this point and so fed up. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I get it. I work in restaurants. Things happen. But you take an order four times, maybe get it right when it's not that difficult. <laughs> uh, I will be back. It was a good little burger place for uh, in the South Loop. But, you know, definitely fix up your service for sure. Next is El Che Bar, an encore to acclaimed Brazilian coastal eatery, La Serena Clandestina. El Che Bar represents executive chef partner John Mannion's love letter to his travels in Argentina, interpreted through the Buenos Aires tradition of live flame cooking. 
served up, serving updated barrio-infected dishes, including sweetbreads, pork chops, quail, Japanese sweet potatoes, and chimichurri and caramel. Chef Manning's passion for flavors born of South African influence animates the spirited dishes and sultry ambiance of the 100-seat restaurant in Chicago's West Loop. Guests can feel the intensity and heat up on the open flame when dining at Chef's Counter for a 10-course meal overlooking the 12-foot grill. Likewise, the restaurant's Sunday Asado channels classic Argentinian backyard barbecues with platters of rustic flames-finished grilled meats and seasonal accomplishments. With remarkable food complemented by a beverage program founded on New World varietals and well-curated Old World wines, El Che Bar has earned a coveted three-star rating from the Chicago Tribune. This was fantastic. Went in here right after having John on my podcast with a couple of friends. It was nothing short of incredible. Sits us down at the chef's table. We're literally sitting there watching him cook all night. It was absolutely incredible. So, you know, I started the night out with a Desiree Malbec. The usual standby wine of choice for me is Malbec. Uh, we ended up getting on the house salads and oysters. First time having an oyster, but man, it was absolutely fantastic. So I went with my main course of the spiced quail, which is jalapeno and coriander salsa verde, saffron couscous, and dried apricots with pomegranate seeds. Absolutely fantastic. A little bit awkward to eat in a big group setting, but the taste was totally worth it. My side was the Japanese sweet potato, a la chaos with vinegar caramel and green chimichurri. This was nothing short of remarkable. If you're looking for a great date night or just out with some good friends, want some fantastic food, definitely stop into El Che Bar. Up next is Nosh and Booze. Nosh and Booze is a pop-up restaurant brought to you by the creative talent of Bucktown's AMK Kitchen Bar. Nash and Booze is a street food inspired pop up in the heart of Randolph Row. They feature a gourmet American street fair and craft cocktails with an edge. Items change week to week, so please check back to see what they've created that week. I definitely will. From discovering new wines, beers, and spirits to creative twists of your favorite meals, they'll be keeping fun and exciting. Until then, Nash on, my friends. This was fantastic. I was actually meeting a friend for lunch. We were supposed to stop into Bar Siena, but it was an hour long wait, so I said, screw that. Decided to walk over to Nash and Booze. We were not disappointed whatsoever. Should have chose us in the first place. I ended up getting the IPA Jackass Mule, which is hophead vodka, lime, ginger, Deschutes Fresh Squeeze IPA, and a little tinge of mint. Absolutely fantastic. Ended up getting two at the lunch. <laughs> but we ended up splitting the uh, tuna poke, which had mango, sesame dressing, avocado wasabi sauce, tomato, wakami, crispy rice, and fried wonton chips. We also spent these shrimp ceviche tacos, which had avocado, tomato, cilantro, chipotle cream, and house-made crispy tacos. This was absolutely fantastic. Not too sure why I wasn't too busy, but we appreciated it. Good little business lunch and a little too much fun on a Friday. Up next is Era Un. This pan-Asian dining in a vast space boasting an extra-long sushi bar, a lounge, and outdoor seating is absolutely incredible. I've been here a couple times before, never had a chance to get anything to eat, so I was excited to come here for an interesting lunch. 
met there with a friend of mine as we were planning a networking event together. The oddest part was we were the youngest people in there by 10 years. <laughs> but absolutely fantastic. I ended up getting the ginger pork tenderloin bento box. So this was served with seasonal salad, fruit, shrimp and vegetables, tempura, Japanese potato croquet, California roll, certified bream spouts, and some other little goodies. This might have been the greatest bento box I've ever had in my life. Couldn't even finish the whole thing. That's how big and tasty it was. If you're looking for some hardcore Japanese food with great portion sizes, definitely check out Era Un. Our next stop is Chief O'Neill's, voted the top 10 best Irish pubs in the world. I knew that walking in, so I had really high expectations. I was not let down. Since 1999, Chief O'Neill's has had the privilege of serving Chicagoland as well as many people from around the world. A pub, restaurant, and banquet facility with majestic garden area and private rooms for you to choose from when hosting your next event. With pride, they give hands-on attention to every detail with helping you plan your special event and making it an occasion to remember. They customize some parties from 25 to 300 guests, hosting birthday parties, rehearsal dinners, bridal and baby showers, weddings, and communions. Chief O'Neill's has well-earned reputation for great food, extensive bar service, and a wonderful atmosphere and an accommodating attitude. When I walked into this, I was like, okay, kind of fun little Irish pub. And you walk to the back door, huge open area. Then you walk out back, and it's like this private garden. They're actually setting up a wedding for that night. That just like set the scene for us. It was absolutely incredible. Just me and a couple of buddies at this all-you-can-eat buffet. And when I say all-you-can-eat buffet, it was all-you-can-eat. The largest spread I've ever seen in my entire life. They had homemade salads, hot entrees du jour, imported cheese display, house-smoked salmon, peel-and-eat shrimp, Fried Atlanta calamari, live carvery, Irish eggs Benedict, made to order omelet station, bacon, sausage, corned beef hash, French toast and waffles, Chief O'Neill's famous fish and chips, assorted breads, mini pastries, fresh fruits, build your own ice cream sundae, and their milk and white chocolate fountains. Not only do they have about 6,000 desserts, they had more food out there to choose from than Peter has pickles. It was absolutely ridiculous. I've never been, ate so much at a buffet in my entire life. I actually got three plates, which is kind of a lot for me because I'm not the biggest eater in the world, but all those options laid out in front of you and that awesome little private garden, absolutely incredible. If you're looking for an awesome brunch spot and you want to overeat, definitely check out Chief O'Neill's. Next is Creo. Since opening in mid-summer 2014, family-owned Creo Bar and Restaurant has cultivated a loyal following among Lincoln Park locales. That's thanked in large part to the restaurant's head chef, who sharpened his skills at Hugo Frog's Bar for more than a decade before stepping into his current post. Together with his sous chef, he draws upon family recipes to curate a menu that combines Latin flavors with upscale gastropub influences in dishes such as chimichurri, skirk state, frites, and tacos stuffed with savory duck and succulent tilapia. Guests can also sip draft beers and cocktails while lounging in the dining room, which sports an enormous mural of a woman's spectacled face. 
and through Credo's hip decor and jovial ambience have made it a popular nightlife destination. Weekend brunchers also satisfy for omelets, Nutella stuffed pancakes, French toast, and bottomless mimosas that defy physics. Yes, the bottomless mimosas did defy physics. I think we went through eight pictures. <laughs> they were not pleased we were there for three hours, but it was fantastic. For food, I ended up choosing the chiquillas. So it's crispy tortillas, green tomato sauce, black beans, chihuahua cheese, lime cream, avocado, and sunny side up eggs. Absolutely fantastic. Incredibly loud music, played a lot of soccer. So if you're into kind of uh, the Latino like fashion scene, uh, watching soccer, wanting some great food, definitely stop out to Creole. Our next stop is the ever-infamous Ocheval, a diner-style bar and restaurant with a passion for eggs. Ocheval elevates traditional diner fare. Guests can indulge in dishes ranging from chopped chicken liver and roasted bone marrow to traditional sandwiches, egg-focused entrees, and the signature cheeseburger. The bar program showcases strong, classic cocktails, including the Horse's Neck, Via Bonal, and Hemingway's Daiquiri. A robust draft beer list offers a wide range of neighborhood, domestic, and international selections. The dimly lit restaurant, pulsating with a vintage reel-to-reel -reel soundtrack, features dark leather booths, dark wood paneling, and zinc bar wrap around an open kitchen. I actually went here for lunch on July 3rd, so 4th of July weekend, expecting a short wait. Only about 45 minutes. The general wait here is anywhere from one to three hours. No jokes. Like, it's definitely a place that people go like, all the time. So that's why I've been kind of waiting so long to check this place out since I've been here in Chicago for a year and a half now. But this place did not disappoint whatsoever. Ended up getting the double cheeseburger with egg and bacon and side of french fries. Turns out, me dipping my burger in ketchup actually ruined the taste of the burger. I had some bites without it afterwards for leftovers from the person I went with, and I should not have put any ketchup on it. This burger was absolutely incredible. I definitely, definitely see why people rank this the best burger in town, if not the world. Something I want to check out too is comparing these to other burgers, but they are definitely in the top five without a doubt in my mind. Up next is Mahalo. Mahalo is Hawaiian for thank you. <laughs> Mahalo is a multifaceted modern Hawaiian kitchen located in Wicker Park. Their modern design and Hawaiian surf shack feel takes you away from to an island paradise. They have two levels with two bars, dining room, seating, and rooftop patio. Their menu offers a take on Polynesian Asian fusion cuisine, sort of the modern flair and their tropical cocktails that are perfect for Mahalo staycation. When in Rome, you gotta do as the Romans do. So what I do? I went with the super Hawaiian vibe and got the big kahuna. This is served in a whole pineapple with Cana Brava rum, pineapple juice, perfect puree coconut, plantation overproof. As exciting as it sounds for $28 for a drink, <laughs> there was a lot of coconut in there, so it's kinda milky. Really wasn't my alley, but when in Rome, as I mentioned, so it was totally worth it. I ended up getting the seafood omelet, shrimp, crab, candy, monster cheese, papaya, avocado, and arugula. It was pretty good. Uh, I realized I really don't like seafood in my omelets, but 
you know, I really enjoyed checking this out. Uh, definitely be back. It's just up my street for me in my neck of the woods in the Wicker Park, Bucktown area. So fun little getaway paradise brunch if you're looking for it. Mahalo would highly recommend it. Up next is Hai Su, a true Vietnamese kitchen preserving heritage through food. Located in Pilsen, the heart of Chicago. News to me, did not know Pilsen was the heart of Chicago. <laughs> this is fantastic. This restaurant just opened a few weeks ago. I had a chance to check it out. From my understanding, it was pretty authentic Vietnamese food. A lot of people I've talked to said it's pretty authentic. Minus one person who is from Vietnam, but he was, you know, pretty uh, opinionated about a lot of things when I talked to him. So overall, I'd say pretty authentic Vietnamese food. We end up swinging the Go Du Du, which is Jungle Paya, Vietnamese beef jerky, cilantro, and tuong. We also got the tam hong nuong, which is grilled lobster with Vietnamese herbs. The tip ba which is grilled pork belly blazed with tamarind. And the muk nuong, which is grilled whole squid marinated with garlic and chili paste. I absolutely love this food. Small portions, but our waiter was fantastic at making really good recommendations. Be able to taste authentic Vietnamese food. Just blew me away. I will definitely be coming back to Haisu for sure. Our last stop on our trip through this month is La Bouchon. La Bouchon has been thriving in Bucktown since 1993, serving classic French bistro food and dining room that will transport you directly back to Paris. Voted one of the best French restaurants in American by Time.Magazine. Magazine. They are open for lunch and dinner. They serve the classics, starting with the decadent onion tart, garlicky escargot, and frog legs. Two entrees including steak frites, boudabaisi, and a full ducker for two. The staff is knowledgeable and we will guide you in the right direction with their extensive French wine list. Weekly specials include half-priced bottles of wine, prefix menu that include appetizers, entrees, and dessert. This was amazing. This is right across the street from where I live. I've been wanting to go here for the longest time, just looking for the right reason, and I found a great one to go with someone. This food was fantastic. Place was so tight, so small. It was just like France when I was back there back in 2009. It's absolutely incredible. We had the Cris de la Bourgeonne, which are sauteed frog legs, garlic butter, and grilled lemon. Also the steak tartare, which is top sirloin, cured eggs, gribiche, and quail eggs, and escargot a la bourgeonne, snails, garlic, and parsley butter, with uh, Cahors Jean-Luc Bois Malbec. Absolutely fantastic. I felt so nostalgic going back to France on this one. This is absolutely incredible. So if you're looking for a great time, Jeffrey took out Le Bouchon. This episode is sponsored by our friends over at Stakehall. Stakehall is a social wagering app for the next generation. With Stakehall, you can easily challenge your friends to games of skill or even be a third-party judge between mutual friends. Stake your hard-earned cash, a night out in the town, or even just your dignity. They strive to be one of the most entertaining and most interactive social wagering platform on the market. 
Snakehall is an app that you download on the App Store. Uh, right now it's on iOS only. It's soon to be coming into Android where you can challenge your friends to some fun games. I've challenged some friends to a game of ping pong. I've challenged some game friends to a round of hot wing eating contests. Right now I'm in the challenge of Movember. Things of that nature. Absolutely incredible. Ever have that friend that takes a bet with you and then the other doesn't want to pay up and says, Bro, we never shook hands? No longer a problem with Snakehall. You can put it up on social media, share it with your friends, get a third-party judge, problem solved. Check them out at stakehall.io. That's S-T-A-K-E-H-A-U-L dot I-O. Or go to the iOS and iOS store and download them. Stakehall. Check it out now. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.